is the Go Blue Crew. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Go Blue Crew. I'm Tyler Fenwick with Derek Devine. Derek, I was reading a CNBC article. They said, we're not supposed to ask each other, how are you? Successful people don't do that. Instead, we're supposed to ask things like, what is your state of mind? So what is your state of mind tonight, Derek? I think this is like day 11 of the Harbaugh saga. I know we'll talk about it. So my state of mind is, uh, yeah, trying to focus on work, you know, focus on life, but also very often refreshing the Twitter feed because there's a little bit of an anxiousness of let's just get this thing rolling. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the national championship too, but after watching the national championship and just kind of revisiting, you know, we can kind of separate what happened in the semifinal to what happened over the during the season overall. And I just kind of got into this mindset last night, like, what are we doing here? Like, what? Come on. Like, let's just get this announcement out. Harbaugh's coming back. Let's stop playing games. Like, let's let's uh, let's buckle in. You know, obviously we got to buckle into basketball season at some if point. If they ever get back, kind of dreading to, to, to if they ever play. Yeah. But it's like, you know, what are we doing here? Like day eleven. Like this is fun for a while, but is it? You know, let's just. Do you truly? Twenty twenty two schedule being released. I just I just prepped and previewed everything that we're going to talk about. It just Thanks. it just feels like it's time to just. Get rid of the Harbaugh stuff. Okay. So yeah, there's your, there's your preview, some foreshadowing. What's gonna so happen? So your state of mind is anxious. That's my state of mind. Okay. Anxious. Yeah, I guess I guess you could say that. Okay. Do you think that's true though? That successful people don't ask each other how are you? That they ask insane off the wall questions like what is your state of mind? I don't believe that. I think that the next question or it's just because you're not successful it must be, you know, some <laughs> you don't know, you're not could, in those circles could lead to that. But I, I can't imagine every super successful person's like, Hey, Tyler, what's your state of mind today? Like, that just doesn't sound right. I've never heard that asked in my life. I would not answer. I would walk away from that conversation pretty quickly and say, Nope, I'm not doing that. Um, let's talk hardball then first, because is it officially 11 days or are you just approximating? I thought I saw John Bacon say something about day 11, same thing, et cetera, et cetera. But okay. maybe it was more than that. Maybe it was okay. less, you know, regardless, it's been enough time. Enough time has passed since, you know, the the Friday of the semifinal, obviously not the result uh, we wanted to watch as, as fans, not the result the team wanted, but Jim Harbaugh made a couple of comments today. He was on uh, an AM radio show down in Houston, Texas, because uh, he was uh, he was going to the Paul Bear Bryant Awards uh, this evening. This is a, a Wednesday evening, the classic podcast time. Uh, and he talked about having the family down there. You know, they're all there having some fun, doing some family stuff. Got to enjoy the days because he said he's got to hit the road recruiting. So. Uh, last days to spend with the family, time to to get back to the job. So that was some speculation. And then we both saw like a 0.6 second clip of of him essentially saying, uh, <laughs> you know, the rumors are more are more enjoyable uh, this year than than last year. Speak for yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, it's a uh, yeah. It is a little bit more enjoyable, I guess, for him. You know, he's he's had uh, you know, there's a lot of NFL jobs that have always been tied to Jim Harbaugh. And I think this year, specifically because of the success he had at Michigan, he probably enjoys uh, – he's probably having fun with this, I guess I would say. I think he probably enjoys 
kind of the, the the freak out. I think there's a lot of NFL fan bases that would love to have him. Uh, there's reporters that have you know basically said it's a done deal. You know everybody speculates, everybody's trying to get those clicks, uh, but it seems to be like he's enjoying himself. He had the Michigan polo on today and says he's gonna hit the road recruiting. So you know you can hit the road recruiting and still watch the the Raiders losing the playoffs and still end up in Vegas, I guess. But hey, you know I, I'm kind of I guess I'm done worrying about it unless new news comes out that creates more anxiety. Uh, and just going to assume he's coming back, and hopefully he does. You know, I think they've got a great opportunity. You know, it's a great football team uh, that accomplished a lot, and, and I think that, you know, uh, it would be a fun 2022, uh, especially with him around, obviously. The thing that would make me mad is that he beats Ohio State, uh, wins the Big Ten Championship, and his consistent message was like this is the beginning of something and I don't know uh you know without being like without understanding his state of mind and where he is you know let's just say for the sake of argument here that that he is like very seriously considering going to the NFL he's weighing his future like that that doesn't make any sense to me how do you how do you try to sell that that you're just here at the beginning stages of building something and and then you're gonna leave you know so if that's what ends up happening like that would that's the part that would be really upsetting to me is is that he had a lot of people sold on the idea that this is the beginning of something really special special for the Michigan football program um and and I'm only speaking from the perspective of a fan of course like what about these these players and and these uh you know high school juniors and seniors who are thinking about you know, playing for you, if it were to come to that, that would be pretty disappointing. I mean, he's always going to entertain the NFL. I'm sure there's plenty of coaches you don't hear about, um, and plenty you do, that that entertain other jobs. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of openings um, that there are coaches that maybe you'd even be surprised have entertained or at least been contacted about. I think if you look, look back at what John Harbaugh said, kind of like the in-your-face stuff, like he – he won't say it, but I'll say it, you know, in your face to all the reporters, yeah. the people that talk down. I think, you know, he knows what he accomplished this season. He calls it one of the best Michigan uh, football seasons of all time. Uh, definitely his best, not even close. And when you win the Big Ten Championship for the first time in, since 2004, you make it to the college football playoff, even though the result isn't what you wanted, though it didn't seem like anybody was going to beat Georgia uh, late in the season there, at least in the playoffs. Um you know, I think he's just having fun. I really do. I think he's kind of like this his <laughs> his his in your face is like toying with you. You know, like I just said, it's the beginning. We just won the Big Ten championship. You know, there's a lot of good things ahead. He got a, a quarterback battle, and and probably likely a quarterback in JJ McCarthy that could take at least the offense to the next level. Even though they'll have a lot of missing pieces on defense, I just think he's toying. I think he's having having some fun enjoying it and, and probably thinking that a lot of people look like fools right now, especially those uh, that have really freaked out. You know, there's a lot of things that are probably happening behind the scenes that we'll learn about. I think that's part of it too, you know, whether it's NIL or whether it's trying to get the power he thinks he should have. Uh, you know, there's a lot going on right now, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it'll be more than just a I'm back or a coming back update. I'm sure we'll hear something uh, that will be pleasing to fans, I would imagine. Uh, and then some more change, you know, you get a DL coach to hire, 
Uh, you've got guys that could possibly make some more decisions. You've got transfers out there. They can never figure out how to dominate some of the transfer market with the admission stuff like Mel Tucker has found a way to do. Yeah, you know, I think he's he's enjoying time with his family. I think he's enjoying kind of the, the craziness and, and stirring up the pot, and I think he'll be back this fall. Uh, and I think Michigan will be locked in as soon as he hits the road recruiting. And, yeah, you know, they got to have a big – all the early enrollees are in. They're going to look to have a big spring. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of talk about, you know, what a lot of people think will be a top 10, top 5 Michigan team again. Michigan does not thrive when there's a lot of talk in February and March and April no. about how good they're going to be. But anyway, do you think Ward Manuel, let's say this is all game. Let's say Jim Harbaugh is just like toying with the world. Do you think uh, Ward Manuel's in on it? Has he been like, don't worry, Ward. I'm not leaving, <laughs> but I'm going to let these people think it's a possibility. I would say that there's probably been, you know, obviously this is all speculation, but I, I would imagine that he, you know, it, it sounds like some people think he's been quiet. You know, there was a rumor that he skipped out on a meeting about a contract extension or something. You know, you never know where people make up this information or get this information from. But I don't think he would have said, you know, hey, I'm going to mess with people, but don't you worry. I'm coming back no matter what. I think he said, hey, like, I'm going to listen to some of these offers. You know, apparently the Raiders were ready to make him or still ready potentially, even though they, they probably shouldn't because they've got a good coach uh, that they found after the Gruden mess uh, that's led them to the playoffs. Like, you know, teams are probably willing to make him the highest paid coach in, in football. Uh, and he'd be stupid not to entertain that, at least to have those conversations. Uh, but, yeah, I think at this point, I think the people in the know that need to be in the know probably know what's going to happen. And, again, I would lean towards he's likely to come back at this point. Okay, uh, let's get on to, to schedule changes. There's a different football 2022 schedule. I don't have it, but you do, Derek, right? Yes, I do. So so, so talk, walk us through this. What's changing? A lot of changes. And I, I, had saw, I saw that this was going to happen, and they wanted to do like a classic on the Big Ten Network announcement or something, and then just completely forgot all about it, plus had you know just a classic busy day of work. Uh, so kind of tuned in. I need to say something really quick. I thought when I saw the tweet from somebody saying like they were going to announce a revised schedule, I wasn't paying close enough attention. I thought it was basketball. <laughs> so I was, <laughs> I was like, you know, it makes sense. Like games are getting canceled or postponed. Like yep. they're going to put out a new schedule. So I I went to mgoblue.com uh, and I went to the basketball schedule and I was like, well, this didn't change. And then I was like, oh, you know what? That was probably football. I, I'll be honest. So and yeah, say that I funny, embarrassing. I missed the wave on why all this was even happening. Um, but yeah, the, the, Me the changes, you know, nothing changes until October. Um, so you still have the four home games, Colorado State, Hawaii, Connecticut. This was the year, I believe, that it's supposed to be the, the beginning of the home and away with UCLA, but that dropped out of the schedule. Yeah, I think and so. And until, until things change. I mean, I think a lot of people are calling it a cakewalk of a non-conference. You never know what team shows up. There's upsets all the time. Hopefully Michigan won't won't be one of those teams. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, a, it's an easier beginning of the season. Colorado State, Hawaii, Connecticut. Connecticut and Michigan seem to have played – a decent amount of times in our lifetime, it feels. I can remember Darren Robinson. Almost, uh, they put a scare into Brady Oaks, Michigan oh, yeah. team. I remember a Darren Robinson at Connecticut in a, in a home game uh, against Connecticut. But then you got Maryland, first conference game. 
I uh, saw a couple of people saying that, you know, November Maryland's a lot different than the hot Maryland of September that usually starts the season 5-0. and uh, That's a home game, though, so you <laughs> got the classic four home games. You know, everybody usually gets a chance to, to visit the big house then, at least if you're close enough to do so. You got four opportunities at the start of the football season. But then it gets pretty serious pretty quickly, uh, and this is not a change. This is was the going to be on the schedule no matter what at Iowa, October 1st. And not sure what Iowa will look like. You know, it's a, a team that was ranked number two, a team that Michigan dominated in the Big Ten Championship. But you know every year that going into Iowa, scary things happen. Uh, it's early enough in a season to where if, you know, if, say Michigan ran the table after that, I think you uh, can can play, obviously, for a college football playoff. You know, Ohio State would have been in that position after losing to Oregon. Shall they have uh, beaten Michigan and won the Big Ten Championship? Obviously, they didn't. Michigan was the better team. But yeah, then you get into the thick of the changes. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we just need to remind everybody that Michigan was the better team this year, and and even though Ohio State looked really good <laughs> against Utah in the Rose Bowl, eh, it was Utah in the Rose Bowl. That's all I'll say. Okay. So here's where the changes start. October eighth at Indiana okay. used to be a home game against Penn State. October fifteenth is now Penn State. That was the home game against Nebraska. October twenty second is now the bye week, which was previously uh, the Michigan State game at Michigan State. Uh, now that will be the week following, October 29th, the home game. I think that probably is an advantage. You know, anytime there's a home game, there's an advantage. But I wouldn't want to play Mel Tucker on the road a second year in a row after losing the last two matchups and his first two matchups against Michigan. Uh, so you get a bye week going into Michigan State. Hopefully they can shake off any rust they have. Then it's at Rutgers. Uh, then it's home against Nebraska, home against Illinois. Uh, those previously were at Indiana and at Rutgers. Obviously, they're not going to make a team play three away games to end, to end November. Uh, and then, of course, the big one, November 26th, at Ohio State and Columbus. Going to be a tough matchup. No matter how good Michigan looks, I think every single person heading into that game, even though Ohio State's lost five, probably going to be pretty nervous to play in Columbus. But, yeah, I think some – some decent changes. I like obviously not having to 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 watch Michigan play at Michigan State and at Ohio State. Maybe that'll bring some balance to to the schedule there moving forward. And like we mentioned, you mentioned before the show, uh, you don't have Wisconsin on the schedule, and you know they they've handled nope. business against Wisconsin uh, this this past year. But we've seen Michigan play Wisconsin pretty poorly a couple of years before that. So yeah, I'm excited to to see. To see this schedule, uh, and I, you know what, I wanted to I wanted to talk to you about something. I was, I was thinking about this. Okay. I had a conversation Shoot. with my wife uh, a couple nights ago, and I was talking about the desire to go to an away game. And I kind of pulled up the schedule, and you know, it wasn't anything to like. You no, know, there's no locations that are like destinations. It's not like you can go out to UCLA anymore. Uh, so if you were to, if you were to look at the schedule at Iowa, at Indiana, and by the way, Indiana is not an option. Sorry. Wish I could come down to your state and watch them play. The oh Hoosiers. man. That's the I'll obvious be, one. I'll be at a wedding, but at Rutgers and at Ohio state, is this a season that's worth going to an away game as a Michigan fan? Well, the most intriguing one outside of Ohio state I, is it's gotta be Iowa. Um, to get in that environment uh, would be awesome. I don't know how far away Iowa City is. I imagine it's a nice little hike. 
I would say but it's outside of that. far enough to where if Michigan had their first loss of the season and someone like a J.J. McCarthy just didn't play all that well, it'd be a long enough drive back to where you'd wonder why the <laughs> heck you made the drive in the first place. <laughs> well, that's that's flying territory, nah, first that's of true. all. That's true. No, you're... Yeah, it's probably, probably but... not that. Uh, yeah, I think you could drive it, but you're right. It'd probably be worth the flight. I think that seems like the – I don't want to go to Columbus, I'll be honest. Maybe someday. Uh, I think at okay. Iowa would be the best environment because of what a night game at Iowa in October when it's still nice would be at Indiana. I think would be fun, you know, especially because you're you're the Indiana uh, man yourself. Rutgers, you know, you could maybe hang out in New York for a little bit, you know, be in the big city, go to a game that should be a pretty dominant, hopefully Michigan crowd. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, those those are your options. You know, the rest are at home, so maybe you just go to an extra home game this year instead of going on the road. But no, no, I got you. I know what you're gonna do. Uh, you're gonna look at ticket prices for some of these away games and come to some kind of number in the middle you know let's say you'd end up paying like 200 bucks a ticket uh then you put that money aside and then when next season rolls around you've got you know 200 or 400 however many people you're going with uh to put toward a game you know whether that's your your uh destination road game um or an extra home game or maybe you splurge on uh, like a really nice expensive ticket. So I, so I think you put that money away yeah. for 2023 and then you can decide how you want to spend it then. I will let you know, and, and, and I don't know what changes now in 2023, but the last I looked, I think you've got Nebraska on there. I think you've got Minnesota. It would be Michigan State, obviously, and then Penn State. I do like the idea of traveling to Penn State, another you know crazy environment, but... You know, with with that's attractive. With yeah. UCLA not being on the schedule anymore, that's the destination. You know, it's it's going to to watch a, a game in a historic stadium against the Bruins, which hopefully Michigan would be able to beat. You know, most years, but you know that seems like the destination. You know, no offense to to you know some of these other uh, locations we've mentioned, but you know, I just I don't know that I need to go up to Minnesota for a game. You know, it's just not not really how I want to spend no. my fall in comparison. So. You know, someday, someday I'll get to that destination game. Or, you know, like you said, maybe maybe next year's another semifinal and, and you really make sure you, you save the, the big bucks for that. 2024 is when uh, Michigan plays Texas in Austin. That would be – I mean, Texas has got to be back by then, right? Well, I wouldn't say that <laughs> much. But then 2025, uh, Michigan's got one scheduled – at Oklahoma. Wow. I, you know what? I feel like those were put on the calendar in the Brady Hoke days. I feel like I definitely remember <laughs> the Texas one. The Oklahoma one feels familiar. I just don't really remember when that announcement would have this come. This is uh, according to uh, fbschedules.com, which I, I, yeah, I, I go to it all the time. I wouldn't, I'm not doubting this at all. I guess I would doubt that both of those games back-to-back seasons stay on the schedule unless something finally changes with the playoff because there's just not a reward. Right, that's the only way it changes. I mean, you're likely going to run into trouble in the Big Ten every year, and there's not really a reward for, for going on the road 
potentially losing and then also slipping up in the Big Ten unless you somehow still have a chance to play for the Big Ten championship. You're probably not in the running for especially the four-team playoff. So I would be shocked if both Texas and Oklahoma stay on the schedule. But, hey, with the changes at Oklahoma, uh, with Lincoln Riley bolting to USC, you know, maybe that's not a bad game to, to, to go be a part of. Who knows where mm-hmm. Oklahoma will be a few years from now. Well, so that Texas game, it looks like a one-off on the neutral site, and then um, Oklahoma's a home-and-home. So, you know, if all holds true here, the Sooners should be traveling to Ann Arbor uh, 2026. So just, you know, uh, know, something to keep in mind for way down the road. Only four and a half years away, and, you know, I'd imagine, uh, you know, the podcast could only be excelling even further at that point. So I'm excited with our 17 other guests by that point to talk about that game and you know, get yeah. a little round table discussion going. <laughs> we'll have to get Oklahoma's SID on the, on the yeah, show. You know what? That, like, like we planned. That's, yeah. a, that's a great idea. So, you know, my next question for you, and you'll okay. have to, you know, you know, do a little prep work for, for the listeners, but man, how in the heck was the national championship game? Ooh. Okay. The national championship, the first thing you need to know about my perspective on it is that I was sitting as though I was just part of the regular crowd. So there's the press box, obviously, at Lucasola Stadium, which is like darn near soundproof. So it's a nice setup, but you're kind of removed from the atmosphere. The auxiliary press area was just converted inside the stadium, like normal seating. They had tables set up. So I got a great feel for the environment it was seemed pretty heavily leaning toward georgia although it's always hard to tell especially like they're both red obviously alabama and georgia georgia fans were louder i got like goosebumps sitting there like really excited to get to witness this big game uh nine six at halftime but I just remember thinking like this is the most entertaining nine six game I think I've ever seen because the talent level was just crazy. It was crazy, especially when Alabama had the ball. Like their playmakers on offense and Georgia's defense. That was so much fun to watch. I got a little bit of beer spilled on me from uh above me. I told the guy sitting next to me once I figured out like, okay, we're in a pretty vulnerable spot here. Uh and I think it was a call against Georgia. We probably have some Georgia fans above us and a little bit of beer came down, so I shut my laptop really fast, but that was the extent of it. And then I was there till like three in the morning, man, just writing. I wrote a couple stories. Uh, it was an incredible time, though. My second national championship. First one was in Tampa Bay, uh, where I watched uh, Clemson, Deshaun Watson uh, beat Alabama. And then watching this one with Alabama again. Alabama's 0 2 in games I covered, so. Hey. I don't know if that has anything. There are a lot of non-Alabama fans out there that would, if they got a hold of that information, they would pay for your ticket even if you didn't get to go. They'd, I was just gonna, <laughs> they'd start paying my way around the country. That'd be amazing. I would like uh, to know. If you're interested. I mean, you could probably say some Alabama fans who chose to go to those two games respectively. I would like to know how many people have seen Alabama go 0-2 in national championships. And, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of, a lot of Alabama uh, yeah, that's true, Nick Saban. Uh, well, he's seen two losses, I guess. There's a lot of Alabama in the, in the playoffs. There's a lot of SEC, it seems like, in the championship. You know, I, I think 
for me, when you when you look at the game, I, I agree with you. And, and obviously watching it on TV myself, but for a 9-6 game, as disappointing as that was for some elements, and I think I saw your tweet about, you know, the talent of, of uh, you know, when, when Alabama's offense is out there with Georgia's defense. Like, what was exciting about it is both defenses in the first half just looked so incredibly talented, fast, swarming the ball, not, you know, giving up the big play. And then finally, a couple of, uh, you know, offensive big plays happened and, and the game got really, really, it was always a good game, but with some more scoring, it got even better. And then Alabama, you know, finally threw uh, uh, the the interception that was returned all the way uh, late. You know, for me to, to watch a game that, you know, didn't really have the appeal, probably for a lot of people because it's, you know, Alabama again, it's a rematch that had just happened. Uh, you know, obviously, if you're a Cincinnati or you're a Michigan fan, you're disappointed that your team's not represented. But I thought that it was clear that those were the two teams, at least this season, uh, that were the best teams in the nation. And I had had a feeling that Georgia would play well enough to beat Alabama, uh, just the way they were consistent uh, and and played really well late. You know, they were on a mission. You know, they they wanted a shot at Alabama. You know, they ran through Michigan to, to give themselves that opportunity and, and they were the better team this year. And I think a lot of people were reminded that, you know, that defense one of the best in, in college football history, that team, you know, likely one of the better teams, at least in recent history in the last decade or so. And it maybe makes the Michigan loss sting a little less again, you know, we're, we're a little bit removed from it now, and we've always talked about the separation of what happened during the regular season and, and Big Ten championship and the result in the playoff. You know, maybe this lessens the blow even more because that Georgia team looked like a team that was unbeatable that night. Uh, and you know how talented Alabama is, and even though you lose a, a top receiver, your second top receiver, uh, in a few games uh, with the torn ACL, you know you you absolutely have a ton of talent out there. And for Georgia to, to do what they did on, on both offense and defense was obviously impressive. So, you know, hats off to the dogs. They, they beat Michigan to get to that position, yeah. and, and they won themselves the first national championship they've had in 40 years. Uh, it hasn't quite been that long for Michigan, though a lot of Michigan fans probably feel like it has. And just, you know, gives you a glimpse of hope that there's some parity in college football, even though it's the, you know, the other team that has as much talent as Alabama, the only other team <laughs> that has that much talent. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, hopefully some of the other teams will, will get their shot. Uh, but, hey, you know, I guess maybe it lessens the blow, at least for me, a little bit. I saw a Michigan fan in the bathroom because uh, I was just going to the bathroom, like in the normal where all the fans were going because of where I was seated. And I saw this guy in a Michigan sweatshirt. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and... Uh, it turns out he he had his ticket in advance mm-hmm. and didn't want to sell it and i said well are you still enjoying yourself and he was like yeah i am good game so he seemed to you know be able to kind of understand the moment he was in still not be bitter about it or anything and just recognize like watching two fantastic football teams play a really good game so i was happy for him but i was, was kind of surprised to to see somebody you know I thought surely, like, if you had your ticket, I don't know where he lived, you know, maybe he was local, but if you had your ticket and all of a sudden, you know, your team's not playing in it, like, get that money back or maybe even make make some money off of it. I don't know. But I thought that was uh, fun, a little interesting. I didn't expect to see that. 
I think I think having it be a good game, you know, helps too. You know, I think anytime you enjoy the college football game you're watching, uh, that helps. And and again, I think just to to wrap it up back on the Michigan note, you know, you you're disappointed with the end of the season result, but you truly lost to just a better team and, and it's a national championship team now. And it's not like a game where, you know, Michigan did not show up at all in the first half. And so there's definitely things you would have liked to to see more of from Michigan. You would have liked it to be more competitive. But then again, even Alabama only scored 18 points against Georgia. You know, that's just an incredible defense that slipped up literally one time this season. And for the most of the rest of the season, opponents averaged like six points against that defense. And I think that when you see Michigan lose, it's always bad. You know, you never want to watch Michigan lose. You know, we'll watch – that's why we joke about the 9 p.m. games in the season for basketball where they don't seem that high. Like, no one wants <laughs> to watch a Michigan basketball team lose on the road to, to Nebraska or Rutgers or whoever it is and, and go to bed a little bit later after a loss. And I think that Georgia loss, you know, always stings. A semifinal loss always, you know, hurts in a way. Uh, disappointing to players, coaches, you know, fans, everybody. But – you know, it's hard to it's hard to beat a better team, especially with how far removed the teams like Alabama and Georgia seem to be with the talent gap. And so, yeah, you know, for me, uh, again, incredible season. I think an incredible finish to the season. Uh, Georgia did what they had to do to, to win a national championship and, and hopefully, you know, more success for Michigan to come. Uh, and, and again, anything to get some parity in college football. You know, if I've got to watch Alabama and championship, I like every once in a while when they lose to a Clemson or lose to a Georgia. You know, it's good to see that at least some other team has a shot every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen any indications. Is is it looking like Michigan is going to play Illinois on Friday? You know what? I have no idea. I thought I had saw a couple of tweets of, you know, that's the plan and until you hear it's not. Uh, but you could, you know, that's common sense at that point. Uh, you know, they came out and, and announced that the the Purdue game, which was supposed to be last night, Tuesday night, wasn't going to happen. You know, they did that a little bit early. Uh, but, you know, I, I have no idea. And, and honestly, with it being uh, Wednesday evening, uh, you know, I feel like a lot could happen even for the other team at this point. You know, it's it truly is, you know, uh, another surge of a pandemic. And it's it sucks to to have this thing continue. Uh, hopefully, people continue to make good, smart choices and can find ways to stay healthy. But you know, we went through this last year. You know, Michigan had a lot of time off. A lot of other teams uh, had a lot of time off, and so uh, hope hope for health and uh, around the uh, just around the nation in general, but around college basketball. Hopefully, Michigan can get back on the court. Hopefully, the teams that are scheduled to face can stay on the court. Uh, and hopefully Michigan, you know, selfishly can win some some ball games, uh, especially against a team like Illinois that's playing well yet again. So you know we'll see if it happens. Uh, and either way, hopefully uh, we'll be able to connect about some sort of basketball that's taking place between now and and the next time we chat. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, you know, I assume next week. Uh, by that time, you know, Michigan could have played two games, could have played no games. I don't know. Scheduled to play at Illinois on Friday, and then uh, against. Maryland on Tuesday, but we'll we'll find something to talk about. We always do, and heck, you know, uh, basketball may be the least significant thing on our minds uh, next week, and you know, depending on what happens on the hardball front. So, yeah, we'll we'll find something to talk about. I don't, you can depend on that. It's a good time, you know, even when we come into it, just like no freaking clue what we're gonna talk about. 
<laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this right now. If we don't have an answer about Harbaugh by next Wednesday, a week from now, man, I, my anxiety level might be yeah, a little bit higher. And, yes, I, this will be a true therapy session for the next 30 minutes we podcast. I'll do some research on, like, therapy questions. You know, I came okay. today with the more successful yeah. people questions. But Absolutely. Uh, next week – uh, you know, tune in because this it could be a therapy session. Uh, you know, count on it. Actually, that's that's what we'll do next week. No matter what's happening, no matter what the theme is, like it'll be therapeutic in a way. I'll come with some good questions for you, Derek. I promise. We'll work like through it. it. Looking forward to it. All right, all right. We'll take care out there, everybody. Uh, stay safe. We'll see you next week. And go blue. Go blue.